0: Can I just say, you're a rare find running a brick and mortar business, raising some kiddos and juggling all of life's offerings. Let's just be real and call you what you are. You're a rebel woman. You've put your blood, sweat and tears in creating a storefront that lights you up serves your clients well, and contributes significantly to the community you love. You are my hero, and I'm pretty sure we could sit down and talk shop for hours, because I get it. Hey there, I'm Melissa Rose, and I'm your visibility coach for brick and mortar businesses who want more clients coming into their doors. I have a passion for helping and serving those who are also living life on the edge, going for their dreams and creating a legacy through their kick-ass business. In this podcast, we're gonna share the nitty gritty of running a successful brick and mortar. We're gonna share stories, talk strategy, and learn practical tips that leave you inspired, empowered, and equipped to create the life of your dreams. So let's get real. Hey there, everybody.
1: Welcome back to another episode of Brick and Mortar Visibility Podcast. So good to be here. My name is Melissa Rose. I am your host. And today we have a lovely guest on the show. Before we dive in, how are you doing? How are you doing? We are a few weeks into the new year. Hopefully you are good. Hopefully those goals are getting steps made so that they can actually happen. Have you done that? Have you gone through and written out what you need to do each day to make those goals a success? I am a big fan of that. just going through everything and I'm going to let my hair down here a little bit and just be really real. I listen to a lot of podcasts because I'm a podcaster. So of course, I love to listen to other people's podcasts and everybody has their unique own way of doing it. And do you fall guilty into this where you're like, oh, I should do it that way. And then you're like, oh, and so so you do it and then you hear somebody else do their version and you're like, oh, okay, I, I, I need to do it all over. And then you hear somebody else do their version and, you're like, oh, that's a good one too. And then you feel like you have to do that. That's kind of how I've been the past few weeks. Just trying everybody's different thing and ultimately coming down to the same answer, right? So figuring out what I want my 2022 to feel like and be like going forward and really being intentional and being in alignment. And that is my word this year, alignment, align, and making sure everything I do lines up with that word and where I want to be and feel and end 2022. So I hope you are on track to do that. I am super excited for you to meet my guest today. Today is Steph Gonzier. She is from the Draper House Design Company in Stillwater, Minnesota. And you guys, they are a young business, and I'm super excited to have them because they have done some big things in just a couple years. They are good friends that partnered together to do this business, so she's going to share a little bit about that and the nitty gritty of working with a good friend and how that can work well. She's going to share some really uh, fun ways to work with them because interior design does not have to be this luxury item and she's going to share about their struggles and what they've overcome and all the great things. So I'm excited for you to meet and learn from our guest today, Steph Gonzier. Enjoy. Steph Gonzier, thank you so much for being here on the Brick and Mortar Visibility Podcast. How are you? I am good. Thank you for having me. Well, thanks for being here. Thanks for being here. Happy Tuesday. You guys, we're in for a treat. Steph owns the Draper House Design Company, and she is an interior designer who does all the fun things. So I'm not going to say anymore. Steph, tell us who you are, what you do, and who you serve.
2: Awesome. Hi, everyone. I am Steph Gunzier with Draper House Design. We know that life happens. So our tagline is designed for your life to happen. We want your space to be reflective of the humans living in it. Um, So you do not have to sacrifice beauty for function and we can absolutely help. We truly do mean that we want to design your home for your life to happen. And I think during the pandemic, everyone learned a little bit that life does happen. Mm -hmm. And we need to cater our environments around that at times. The type of services that we have is we have anything from new construction homes to home refreshes to simple design packages, design selection packages, if you're building or remodeling. We are a fully woman-owned, full-service interior design company. We serve all of downtown Stillwater, the St. Croix Valley, and the greater Twin Cities.
1: Awesome. Awesome. I love it. So, who is your
2: ideal client? So our ideal client is anyone who is looking to freshen up their space to make their home tell a little bit more about themselves without having to sacrifice or settle your creativity and the story that you want to tell within your home. Right now, our dream clients are boutique commercial clients. And then also anyone who just needs help with some DIY guidance, we do offer consultations Mm -hmm. to help with any DIY projects or just
1: simple consultations to help you pick out a sofa. So like for my Mm -hmm. office, like come in, I need help with my office because I want to have a writing space. I want to have a workspace. I want to have a place where I go live on camera. I go to you to help me figure that out within my office space. Yes,
2: you do. So we all of those fun 3D renderings that you would see yes. on HGTV shows, we have all of those architectural software. So we would then space plan your space and we put in all of the product that you'd want to purchase and you can see it in 3D. You can see it the actual color, it's the actual wallpaper, it's your actual sofa. We we do that for our, our clients really with all of our packages because we do feel like that it, it is very important for you to see what you're having done so you do like your investment
1: you want to love where you are. And you said, even with kids, you can create a functional home area that looks amazing, but is still, you know, dependent with kiddos and all that. Yes. We know how that is. So as we're referring to, Steph is also a mama. Tell us a little bit about your family.
2: So I am married to my partner, Chris, my husband, Chris, and we have two toddlers. Adela is five. She'll be five at the end of the month. And Wesley will be three at the end of the month. So they are full of energy, very strong-willed. Love them dearly. And they're very creative.
1: Yes, I love it. Yes. I have five kiddos. And yes, oh very strong-willed children, right? We want to raise leaders. It's just hard to raise leaders.
2: <laughs> yes, and I heard that this next generation is called the alpha generation. Okay. I, I'm a, a millennial. My kids are then the alpha generation. Okay, It makes sense. And I'm terrified. <laughs> they are. They're wonderful and they will they will do what needs to be done. They will be the next CEOs of the world and
1: it's going to be great, but it's terrifying to raise that. Before we press the core, you were talking about a fun project that you're working on right now.
2: Yeah. So we are working on a fun boutique commercial project right now. So boutique commercial would be more of a smaller business or just a, a business that is not franchised out. So they have a lot of more fun creativity that they are able to do because you're not dealing with franchise branding. So This is an IT company, downtown Minneapolis, and they are bringing in kind of a Minnesota feel. They're calling it a Northwoods meets the North Loop. And so it's really fun to see how they're all bringing in their creativity, even from like their corporate offices and other offices around the U.S. But they're bringing in all of the fun, creative designs from those offices and making this like Northwoods, cool Minneapolis North Loop design. And it's really fun because they're bringing in like all of the nature and the woodwork into... An IT company. So I think one of the things we love about these projects is when people have all these different things or niches in their life and they can bring it together and we can tell that story for you.
1: Yeah. Love that. I can't wait to see the pictures. Okay. So how old is your business again? We
2: are still a baby. We are in our second year of operation.
1: All right. So I'm sure you've had a lot of opportunity to Mm -hmm. learn and grow and obstacles to overcome. What is one moment in this journey so far that you realize I can do anything?
2: I think when we took on the financial risk of renting out and leasing out studio space, when our financial advisor probably wouldn't have advised that for us, but we knew that we either were going to plateau or we needed to take the risk and jump and move on. And thankfully, we, we trusted our guts and we rented our studio space. And I do not regret any of it. It has been the scariest thing having. Like legally binded to something and you're so new in this industry, it's been a very good risk and I'm very happy that we took it.
1: Yeah. Very cool. And that happens with brick and mortars where we plateau, we max out our space and then we're like, what do we have to do? Well, we have to invest back into the business by getting either more space or moving to a place that provides more opportunity for us. And that's always a scary thing because it's safe. We can stay here and stay safe, but if we want to grow more, we have to take that risk. And so, yeah, it is very empowering. And I had a similar story when I was able to secure my line of credit to do my build up for my property that I rent. It was very empowering to do that. And just feeling like, okay, I did that. I can do this. I got this. You have a unique story with your business and the fact that you are partnering with a good friend. I would like to dive into that a little bit, because most people would say, absolutely not. Do not go in business with your friend. I have worked with friends as contractors within my business. And it has gone well, it has sometimes not gone well. So I would love to hear your experience and how you do this logistically, like...
2: I think our communication is key in the fact that we are able to look each other in in the eye and say, hey, I'm taking my friend hat off. I am now your business partner and I'm going to speak to you in that manner. So please don't take offense to what I'm saying. We both do a really good job at just not taking offense and being able to speak bluntly and honestly to each other has been huge. We've always had that within our friendship though. So that wasn't
1: anything that we needed to bring in or work on. I think it's something that actually Carried us through to to this Mm -hmm. point. Did you write things out in the beginning, like a contract of who was doing what and how things were going to go? How did it work? I know everybody's going to be different. We did a little bit.
2: So our roles in Draper House are very different. We are not both interior designers. Jordan is the principal designer and I'm the managing director. So I handle all of the business side. So we're not working with each other all day, every day. We don't see each other every day. We're not even in communication every day, but we're kind of just the two managers that come together at the end of the day, debrief, talk about strategy, talk about how we're moving forward. We talk about our pain points, but no, we didn't necessarily have a contract written up, but our operating agreement kind of served as how the roles were going to be defined under the two ownerships.
1: I think that is key is that you both aren't in the same vein. Like you both have very separate roles within the business. So that way you can function. So I think that's a key point when you're going into business, really defining the roles of who is doing what. And not just for friends, but but even as you bring on team members, you want to work with people you like, and you're all going to eventually be friends together. And you may not hang out like on a weekend together, but you got to work together and you got to be kind and friendly to each other. So having those roles really clear on who's doing what, as somebody who coaches businesses and bringing on team members, that's one pain point people experience is just not being really clear in the roles and what defines that role and what makes that role a win. So I well done down with that because, because yeah, it's, it's fun to work with your friends. You know, it's really fun. It's yeah. a little too much fun. Yeah, <laughs>
2: exactly. <laughs> we, um, we're, we, we joke that we're elder millennials and so <laughs> we've just, we've, we've just conquered TikTok, I think. So it's so fun just be like, okay, Friday's our TikTok day, Jordan. And it's just us old millennials trying to be young and spruce up our
1: online presence. Too funny. I love yeah. it. I love it. Okay. So as a business owner, you are juggling, you know, not only running the business and being in the business and kids and life and everything else nitty gritty. What is one challenge right now that you are facing going into 2022?
2: One thing that we are trying to do more of is becoming more sustainable. So that would meaning that we do not want to put items into our clients' homes that are just breathing and bleeding toxins into your children, into yourselves and into your home. And so we've been trying really hard this next year to focus on bringing in education to our team and to our vendors and then finding new vendors or extra vendors that
1: are way more sustainable. It's a big challenge. The consumers are just more aware of it, right? And you can't just, sell somebody something they they are always asking those underlying questions of yeah. environment and then yeah social like how it affects our world socially too but it's a good thing too we talk about on this podcast visibility getting our business top of mind to be the only option in town what has been your main visibility strategy in your business
2: I think partnership collaborations and really joining forces with other women-owned businesses because there's just something about a women-owned business where there's so much support, so much cheering each other on. There's so much problem-solving that goes in when you do work with another business owner. Being able to talk with them and just really problem solve. I, I feel like it doesn't really matter what industry you're in. You have the same pain points. Mm-hmm, you're mm-hmm. dealing with the same things. And one thing that we've done is the partnership collaborations, because then it helps us with, we are now a trusted partner of another business, another local business. And so I just feel like word of mouth in our industry, referrals and word of mouth are huge. As long as I can keep cheering other business owners on and other people on and they do the same for us, I feel like that's just been the biggest thing for
1: us. Mm -hmm. When you talk partner collaboration, is there an agreement? Is there a referral fee? Or is it just... Goodwill.
2: Normally it is just goodwill. And I think Mm -hmm. it's because when we do focus on the partnership collaborations, we actually focus on building a relationship with our partner before really talking about business. Mm -hmm. And I feel like all of the business things, they just come with ease. They're just discussed and they're offered. And it's really, really nice. But however, we do get some referrals from other interior designers. And sometimes those do have a referral fee just because I feel like that's just the kind thing to do. Mm -hmm. But... When we're dealing with someone that's maybe a bit out of our industry, like an insurance or, or an attorney, it, it is more just good faith. Hey, I know this person.
1: I trust them. Check them out. I want everybody to hear that. Steph has been really intentional about connecting and growing relationships with other business owners locally locally. And probably, you know, throughout the Twin Cities area and whatever, but just being really intentional about that because collaboration is one of my favorite ways to grow my business, but other business owners have a huge network. And as brick and mortar businesses, I think it's huge when we are just getting to know each other and getting to know each other's expertise so that we can refer because we know firsthand how huge those referrals are. So really lean into that. If you are not, I know for me, it takes a lot of energy for me to get outside my office and away from my computer and going in to meet those people. But it serves me so well. And I know it will serve you really well. And you, Steph, have done a great job of connecting and networking with other business owners. And you're just so young in business yet. So if you continue that going forward, it's just going to ripple so, so big for you. So that's awesome. So well done. I think you have a really fun way for people to get started working with you if they're interested. Could you explain that?
2: Yeah. I feel like interior design is viewed as more of a luxury service. So we've been trying to find ways where... It is not so much luxury, but it is more or less appealing to everyone. So one way that we found to do that is we've started a new consultation service and it's called our DIY guidance service, our Power Hour Consultation. So if you have a pain point that you cannot solve and you're stuck between anything from colors or tedious design details that you'd like a professional opinion on, we are your girls, we're your crew. So you come into our studio, have a cocktail or mocktail for a one, two, three hour consultation. You bring us all of your pain points, what your idea is, and we just kind of button it all up get all the nitty gritty details buttoned up for you and then we can also put together different package pieces where you can place orders on your own or you can have us do it we just want to offer people a way that they can freshen up their space on their own without breaking the budget but then you also have the expertise of an interior designer
1: I love it. Yeah. I think that's a great way, especially even just like a one room type thing. Like for me, my office, I would just like somebody to come in and like, okay, make it work for me even better so that I can be more productive. Cause when you're in your space and it feels awesome, you're going to be awesome. And you're going to show up in a more awesome way to do whatever it is, be a mom, be a business owner, whatever. So yeah, very good. Where can people best get a hold of you stuff? Where's the best place people can find you?
2: You can find us at our website, which is draperhousedesign.com or on Instagram or Facebook or any of the socials. Like I said, we're fresh on TikTok. So
1: if you want to check us out on TikTok, please do. Awesome. We will check those out, especially on Fridays because that's when TikTok day is. (laughs) Perfect. We will have those linked up in the show notes. If you enjoyed this podcast, please check out Steph and DM her on Instagram. Let her know what you got from the podcast. And if you are local, go in and introduce yourself and see her space and what they are all about. I know she would love to meet you. All right, Steph, thank you so much for coming on the Brick and Mortar Visibility Podcast. We so appreciate you. And everybody, we will see you same time, same place next week. Peace. Bye-bye.
0: Oh my gosh, you're still here. you got to be part of the group. Come on over and join us at the Rebel Women Tribe in Facebook world. This is my private group for brick and mortar business owners, where we empower, encourage, and support each other. And every once in a while, I come in and share with you tips, tools, and strategies that I've learned in my business to help you in yours. And you guys, this is the nitty gritty stuff. I am sharing real time what is going on, what is helping me so I can help you. Come on over, the Rebel Women Tribe. We'd love to meet you there. Peace. Bye-bye.